This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Thursday, March 16th, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast plan for thunderstorms in Dallas with a high near 77 and a low near 39. Here are today's headlines. For a third straight legislative session, gambling expansion is on the table, including mobile sports betting. The mobile sports gambling bills seek to make the Lone Star State one of the 33 states that allow for people to place bets simply by pulling out their phones. But for all the money it might bring to the state, there's a dark side, gambling addiction. Texas, with its population of 30 million, has long been a target of the sports betting industry. Lobbyists tell lawmakers they could see $250 million a year in tax revenue, if sports betting is legalized. Those projections may not play out, but something that is a sure bet, researchers say, is a rise in gambling addiction, particularly among young adults. Up next, Dallas County's juvenile justice system is woefully falling behind national standards, locking up minors for months longer than recommended and issuing out more punitive judgments. The Conference of State Court Administrators and several other national court associations recommend that 75% of children in detention centers should have their case resolved within 30 days. In Dallas, a new report found only 1% of cases are resolved that quickly. The district attorney's office asked for and commissioners approved $50,000 for the study last year. The DA's office found a high rate of repeat offenders. Studies show that the longer children are incarcerated while waiting for a court decision, the higher the likelihood of negative future outcomes. The report released late Monday also found that Dallas County's juvenile system is more punitive than most. In other news, two people were killed and a third was wounded in a shooting early Wednesday that led to a chaotic scene at a Deep Ellum bar. Police were called about 1 a.m. to Bitter End on the corner of Elm Street and Malcolm X Boulevard after a gunman wearing a ski mask approached another man at the bar's patio and opened fire. The man died at a hospital, as did a woman who was standing inside the bar and was hit by an apparent stray bullet that went through a window. A third man was struck by a bullet fragment and taken to a hospital in a private vehicle and was expected to be okay. The gunman ran north after the shooting, police said, and remained at large Wednesday afternoon. A motive for the shooting was not immediately clear and police did not release any additional information. Meanwhile, Texas officials on Wednesday announced a state takeover of Houston's nearly 200,000 student public school district, the eighth largest in the country, acting on years of threats and angering Democrats who assailed the move as political. The announcement, made by Republican Governor Greg Abbott's education commissioner, amounts to one of the largest school takeovers ever in the U.S. It also deepens a high-stakes rift between Texas's largest city, where Democrats wield control locally, and state Republican leaders have sought increasing authority in the wake of election fumbles and pandemic restrictions. Critics argue that past outcomes show little improvement following state interventions. 
The state began making moves toward a takeover of the Houston Independent School District in 2019, following allegations of misconduct by school trustees, including inappropriate influencing of vendor contracts and chronically low academic scores at one of its roughly 50 high schools. The district sued to block a takeover, but new education laws subsequently passed by the GOP-controlled state legislature and a January ruling from the Texas Supreme Court cleared the way for the state to seize control. And a conservative federal judge in Texas heard arguments Wednesday from a Christian group seeking to overturn the Food and Drug Administration's more than two-decade-old approval of an abortion medication in a case that could threaten the most common form of abortion in the U.S. Lawyers for the Alliance for Defending Freedom asked during the hearing in Amarillo, Texas, to issue an immediate order that would revoke or suspend the drug Mifepristone's approval. Such a step would be an unprecedented challenge to the FDA, which approved Mifepristone in a combination with a second pill as a safe and effective method for ending abortion in 2000. During a 90-minute presentation to the court, Alliance attorney Eric Baptist told the judge that removing Mifepristone from the market would restore proper policing power to the states, reference to last summer's U.S. Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade and left it to states to decide on the legality of abortion. Mifepristone, when combined with a second pill, has become the most common method of abortion in the U.S. and has been increasingly prescribed since Roe was overturned. In addition to challenging Mifepristone's approval process, the lawsuit takes aim at several later FDA decisions that loosened restrictions on the pill, including eliminating a requirement that women pick it up in person. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.